listening to Loving BDSM Podcast, episode 214. Kayla Lord's here with the one, the only, the kind of cranky, but definitely caffeinated, John Brownstone. I'm not cranky. Grumpy polar bear. <laughs> but this week, despite grumpiness, crankiness, <laughs> we're going to keep it fun and light. We're going to have a fun conversation. We are talking about our personal hierarchy of kinky needs. If that sounds like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you're right. We stole the idea from there. And also, if you don't know what the hell that is, don't worry. I'll explain it in a minute. Welcome to the Loving BDSM podcast. This is your first time listening. Glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education. And show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. If you love what you hear, we'd love a good review wherever you listen to us to help other kinksters find us. You can follow the show on Twitter at LovingBDSM, on FetLife at LovingBDSMPC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, LovingDS in the number one, or on YouTube at YouTube.com slash LovingBDSM, where you can watch us live stream the podcast most Wednesdays for right now because the world is on fire and life is crazy. Um, and yes, this week we did live stream, but not every week until a while it's complicated y'all all links are in the show notes a big shout out to our kinky patrons on patreon including our newest peeps we see you we love you we thank you uh, we did add a brand new perk to patreon uh it's now we now have a discord server just for our uh kinky patrons proud crickets over there um if that somehow entices you come join us patreon.com slash kayla lords it's patreon.com slash kayla lords or you can use the link in the show notes you can join for as little as two dollars a month you get behind the scenes sneak peeks you get perks you get stuff more of us more hmm. of whatever this thing is that we're doing so patreon.com slash kayla lords okay so before we get in the topic i want to do mm -hmm. like a really 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 quick announcement it's a reminder it's a reminder like it was last week um one the new mini podcast episodes if you're subscribed via podcast app uh, are going out on tuesdays now the first one just came out this week april what was that six seventh dates are hard i don't know seventh because we're recording on April 8th. Yes, dates are difficult. Um, <laughs> and I've recorded three of them so far, and I can tell you that I did not, have not yet kept it under 15 minutes, but bonus points, I have not gone over 20 minutes. So it still yeah. counts as a mini episode. Yeah. It's a personal challenge. Anyway, <laughs> the second <laughs> reminder is that we do a Friday night YouTube live stream every week, as long as we have internet connection, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. If you subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash lovingbdsm, you will know about those things. And then the other, the third is we added a perk to, disc, uh, to Patreon. <laughs> It's a Discord server that you yeah. and I are both learning on the fly. Mm -hmm. You're learning more than I am because I just haven't really looked much. Um, and we did all of those things to uh, provide more opportunities for community, more distraction, more fun, more, 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 more. So, and the fr first Friday night YouTube live stream hangout, which was last Friday, <laughs> supposed to be 30 minutes. How long did we go? About an hour and a half. Hour and a half, yeah, yeah. And we didn't talk, it was, none of it was kinky. We were talking about all kinds of stuff. It was fun. So if you the can shoot, make it, we have to recommend it. The shit. Yeah, we, we had fun. We were looking yeah. forward to the next one. Okay, so let's get into this week's episode. Um, this week's episode, like last week's episode, I don't think can possibly be a how-to advice, do this in your relationship kind of topic. It is way too personal, mm -hmm. but we are doing it. It's meant to be a fun thing. Something to, to talk amongst yourselves. Right. Later. The whole thing, 
the whole idea that I've had is that one, we're going to talk about this in terms of ourselves. That's why it's very personal, but you can use it as a thought exercise or conversation starter in a relationship, in a online kinky group for yourself. Um, and it, it's based on something you said in last week's episode, when we were talking about compatibility, you said in your hierarchy of kinks, yeah. XYZ is top, blah, blah, blah. And had a light bulb moment and then um i know i was saying this a little bit ago during to the live stream audience uh, i know somebody mentioned this either on twitter or somewhere else and i can't remember who or figure out who um but we thought for this week we would take your brilliant statement of hierarchy of kings <laughs> and relate it to do a bit of a comparison to maslow's hierarchy of needs now okay. for any and, and, and do tell what is Matt yes. So uh, finally, after 20 years, my BA in psychology is going to, <laughs> to help us out here. I did have to go get a refresher. I do have a link. If you are watching uh, on YouTube, the link is in the description box for podcast listeners. Link is in the show notes. I have a link to a very easy to understand, simple explanation of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Mm -hmm. But it is a psychological theory that is about personal growth and how we sort of move through the world. And it's this idea that there are basic needs that must be met. And once many, if not all, if at least not some of those basic needs are met, then we can move on to what they call psychological needs. And then the very tippy top, the, the, it's a pyramid, it's a triangle, the very tippy top are our self-fulfillment needs. So your basic needs, the biggest section, the, the, the bottom of the, the pyramid, bottom the bottom of the pyramid, the bottom of the food pyramid, if you will, but, are your psychological, physiological needs. So food, water, warmth, rest, right? We need shelter. We need to know we've got enough to eat. We've mm -hmm. got to have a place to live. When you don't have those needs met, it's really, really hard to focus on any other kind of need you might have. Ask anybody who's ever been food insecure, broke, homeless. They can tell you, mm -hmm. thankfully, knock on wood, never been homeless, but I have been the others and I get it. The next level up are, are your safety needs, security and safety. You need to feel safe in your life, mm -hmm. in your person, in your existence. Then you go up to psychological needs. The next rung up is belongingness and love needs. Those are intimate relationships and friends. Your esteem needs are above that. Uh, we're getting higher up the pyramid. So these are smaller needs and they don't automatically, they can't, it's not that they can't be achieved if you don't have the base level, but they are much harder to achieve. Um, prestige and feeling of accomplishment, you know, reaching goals, feeling like you're capable. Uh, and then the very top are self-fulfillment needs. And these are achieving one's full potential, including creative activities. Um, and on a, on mm -hmm. a psychological note, when apparently when the, when Maslow first put out his theory, uh, back in the 19 something, um, he made it sound like you could not possibly move to one level of needs until you'd fulfilled like the one uh, below it. Um, that's not completely true. You can be, you know, uh, poor and not necessarily feel safe and still be a really creative person who, you know, has loving relationships. Sure. It's just more difficult. There, there's a lot of starving artists. Right, which there don't need to be. But yes, yeah. there are. But it's just a lot more difficult. So that's the serious side of this. But it's it's one of those things that nothing is all one or all the other. So you can have, you can meet some of your base needs mm -hmm. and still meet some of your higher level needs. Um, I have always loved this analogy of trying to figure out self-fulfillment and what 
I learned it as a self-actualization, basically being the best version of you that you can be. Uh, personal growth is what mm. most of us would would kind of term that kind of thing. Um, and I know for me, it is very true. When I started seeing more personal growth in, um, you know, my career and my creative endeavors and my ideas and the things I wanted to do and the way I felt about myself, once the vast majority of those basic needs were met, you know, once I didn't feel like every day was a financial struggle and, you know, those times when I didn't feel safe in my life or in my work or whatever, um, physically or mentally, it was, it's very difficult to have higher level thinking and dreams and goals and achievements when that's what you're worried about. That's the serious side of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I do, I love it as a theory. I enjoyed learning about it in psychology classes 20 freaking years ago. <laughs> um, but we are gonna make this fun. We are gonna make this fun. So we are going to, it's not a one-for-one one comparison, uh, our hierarchy of kinky needs, but we are gonna kind of use the model uh, or the, yeah, the model as a model. Can you use the model as a model? I don't think that's how that works. So we're gonna talk each individually, we're gonna go back and mm -hmm. forth, the bottom of our pyramid, our most basic needs, what do we have to have before we can move up to the next level? Mm. And then like, we're gonna kind of like niche it down a little bit and to get to the point where we can live fulfilling, fulfilling kinky lives with all this other stuff, but what's at the very top that's like the pinnacle? And we're gonna go back and forth. So you're gonna share your like most basic needs. If you don't have this, you can't do anything. And then we'll go and we'll go back and forth and we'll go up from there, which is why I don't see this as a how to, you know, let's educate all our kinky friends kind of conversation. <laughs> but if it inspires you to do something like this for yourself, uh, hopefully it's fun at minimum, hopefully it's fun. Um, so like I said, if you do, or if you're interested in the concept of the hierarchy of needs, um, links are in all the places links are, mm. um, but we are gonna focus on kinky needs. We're gonna take that concept and, and discuss it in terms of kinks. And for me, kinks are not just fetishes, fetishes and kinks. Kinks can be fetishes, but it not always. Um, it's also relationship stuff. It's also, you know, it's not mm -hmm. like, it doesn't just have to be spanking. It can be different. Anything that comes under the kink umbrella is what I'm saying. Does that work? Power exchange, BDSM, yes. kinky fuckery, fetish, whatever. Of okay. Okay. We're all on the same, we're all on the same plane here. Okay. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. let's see. So the base level basic needs, and we're going to start at the most basic. So okay. in Maslow's theory, that's your food, water, warmth, shelter. You've got to, mm -hmm. yeah, you, you, that for you when it comes to your kinky needs, okay. what is the most basic? If you don't have this, nothing else can be achieved on I, top I of think, it. I think for me, the the biggest thing is the actual power exchange. Same. <laughs> <laughs> same, same, same. And, and I believe for me, it's like that because I need to, before I can move on to anything else, I have to have a, a understanding. Mm-hmm of the person I'm with mm -hmm. and and the power exchange to me that all falls into line with that because in order to have a true power exchange you have to know somebody you can't know somebody if you don't get inside their head true now would you 
narrow that power exchange down to specifically dominance or any power exchange. So as long as there is a power exchange, because I know the way we relate to people is different from relationship to relationship. Mm -hmm. And in our case, ha having open relationships, that means our hierarchy of needs is not just our hierarchy of needs with each other or one partner. It's mm -hmm. with however you express your kinky self. For you, is it power exchange in general or is it specifically dominance? Um, you know, I honestly don't know. There, there's been a time or two I've kind of wondered because when I started out on this journey, I, I did kind of do it old guard style. I, I stepped in as a submissive. Did you really? Yeah. How have you, I forgotten this story? I feel like there's a story I have forgotten. Yeah, I mean, I am exhausted hello. today, but I, no. Oh, yeah. No, I don't remember the, maybe you've told me the story and I've forgotten. I'm tired. I, I think you've forgotten. I, I feel like that is shocking news. <laughs> so yes, you started. Um... Yeah, I, I started on the S side, and and I think that gave me a good perspective when I embraced my dominant energy mm -hmm. and and went into that because I was like, okay, well, you know, being on the other side of the coin, I understand things from that aspect. So it's so I okay. So let's let's narrow this down. You start, you came in to power exchange and started old, kind of old school, yeah. sub first, then dominant. Okay. But in terms of your hierarchy of needs, does that mean you think you would need to, you could sub for somebody or you could bottom for somebody? Or is it? It, it would have to be someone very, very. <laughs> but it's fair to say that as long as a power exchange is present that yeah. is the most basic that, that, that to me is the most basic it, that that is that to me is the foundation that lays the groundwork for everything else going up and i would agree with that for me it is more specific it is is submissive or bottoming mm -hmm. because i are there moments in time when i could top probably i mean it's it's sort of uh, Sort of silly and just ever, you know, never say never, never right? Never say never. Uh, anything can happen. It would take a very special person. But I would almost say, and this is skipping ahead a little bit, that if topping became a thing I tried, it would be at the very tippy top of my pyramid of needs. It just, it just would. Because it's, I don't need it. But I need to submit or to bottom. I need somebody mm. else to be in control. So my base level is somebody else is calling the shots on some, some level. level. And if they're not doing that, we're not doing nothing. I don't, none of the kinky <laughs> needs are getting met at this point because I'm gonna submit or I'm gonna bottom. That's what's gonna happen. So, okay. The next one up is the level up. And again, this is, this is like a pyramid or a triangle. So your basic needs would take up the biggest real estate, right? Mm -hmm. and the next one up is still a basic need and it's still an important need. Um, what would you say is that next layer that you've the, got your power exchange, right. what comes next? The, the next layer for me would definitely be impact play. Mm. Okay, doesn't matter whether it's spanking, whether it's paddles, floggers, but there's there's gotta be some form of, of impact play there. Is it any specific impact play or just impact play? Like whatever um, strikes your fancy. Huh? Pardon the pun. <laughs> <laughs> We're striking fancies in our impact um, play. I, I would have to say probably right at the top of my list with that is hand spanking. Mm, I do love a good hand spanking. Yep. It's been a very long and I, time. And I do love giving one over my knee, girl. <laughs> oh, 
don't do not threaten me with a good time. Um, so I was thinking about this. My next one up, mm-hmm. because as much as I love impact play, you know me, I can go. I mean, I want one. I'm at the cranky mm-hmm. point. Like, I would really like some impact play. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But it's not. I don't. <laughs> the um, pardon the hacking. That's our elderly dog. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that comes to mind is, and this is kind of a weird thing because it's not specific. It's very general. Mm-hmm. It's roughness. Mm. Like I think okay. the masochist in me. <laughs> there's there's different types of pain, right? There's physical pain. There's emotional pain. There's mental pain. There's humiliation play. There's all forms of pain. And while I can be kind of sensitive to it, like right now when I'm really tired, <laughs> talk about that in the bonus section. <laughs> Poor Saki. Um, Mm, gotta love an old man cough. Um, <laughs> I love a bit of roughness. I mm-hmm. love rough play. I love rough sex. I love a little bit of pain added to everyday things. Now, I will whine and protest and go, no, no, please don't. But I get antsy when well, that, it's too gentle for too damn yeah. long. Well, that, like, that's why are you like, being so nice? I, I, I still remember this. The day we were walking through the parking lot and I grabbed your hair and pulled you to, because you were on the wrong side, walking on the wrong side of me, girl. And I grabbed your hair and pulled you over to where you were supposed to be. Yes. And you told me after you, you loved it. You, you loved the, the aspect of it, but you also had a little tinge of humiliation there with the public. Oh God, it was mortifying. It was mortifying. (laughs) And yet, so here's what's weird about that. I loved it. I both loved and hated it. It's a real love-hate thing. Certain humiliation plays, not even humiliation play, but embarrassing things, a little bit of roughness, a little bit of like that rough tone. Mm -hmm. I I love it and I hate it. I love it because it's, it's a display of power. Mm. And I'm here for that. I'm here for the displays of power. I love it because there's a tinge of of emotional pain to it. It's embarrassing. I don't want to ever be the bad girl. I'm here to be good girl, <laughs> a good girl all the time. Um, and yet I hate it because the submissive side of me wants to be a good girl. So I have fucked something up and I've done something wrong. So what's funny is he had, you did that what, twice? Yeah. He has not had to do it again. I'll almost get cranky if he's standing on the incorrect side. Cause like, no, 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 you're not getting me in trouble. <laughs> and that's how I, that's how I look at it. That's not what I say, <laughs> but that's how I feel about it. So it's a very strange thing, but that, that edge, there's an edge to roughness and maybe roughness isn't even the right word. There's it's the edge of it. It's the gruffness. It's the sort of being forced, even in small ways, like pulling my hair, moving me to do mm-hmm. something that is absolutely an act of submission and it's and it requires full consent but there's going to be a little bit of pain tinged in there there's going to be it you know i'm I'm going to be a little bit embarrassed i'm going to even be maybe a little bit annoyed or angry and there's something like exciting i wouldn't want that every day like that's Mm -hmm. the hard part of when it comes to that's why there's not a direct translation in these hierarchy of kings (laughs) thing because if it was every single day i think i would either become immune to it or it would wear me down Mm -hmm. but knowing that and i think it's because you do it in different ways every day so you can be a little rough every day or nearly every day i get i do get kind of cranky after a couple days i'm like why is he being so fucking nice like hello is he not paying attention and it it is a really (laughs) strange thing because when you are too gentle and sweet Injuries and illnesses aside, aside, yeah, 
in a general time, when you are too gentle and too sweet for too long, I'm like, is he mad at me? Like, what are, what are we doing here? It, there's something incomplete in the relationship for me. Gotcha. At the same time, when you have too many days where you're doing the same kind of rough thing, like teasing me mercilessly, that's too much. And then I'm like, please, could you please stop? <laughs> like, I'm, <laughs> I'm really about to cry here. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. It's a little overwhelming. So the the finesse of it is doing different things in different ways and mm -hmm. when when we're not in the middle of the world burning down around us you tend to do that you know when it's not a high stress time and then we're just kind of moving along through yeah. life every day you're maybe it's maybe it's your every day in some way you're you know your sadistic side can come out to play and the masochist to me is like yes i'm here for that like mm. you now <laughs> You do get on rolls like the past several days. It's been nipple pinching, and I'm like, okay, they're sore. Hi, thanks. <laughs> Which all the sadists out there are like, yes, that was the whole point. I know, but again, it's one of those that it's it's a very. I need a variety. Does that make sense? But I need roughness on some level. Okay, I'll start pinching your ass every other time. I hate getting my butt pinched. <laughs> oh, I'd much rather have a butt rub. Um. But yeah, and I if, and maybe that's because for me that roughness is about the claim you have and the power you have, mm. and you know, so the power exchange has to be there. But then the next level up is is that for me. Okay, gotcha. we're gonna go to the next one, and in Maslow's hierarchy, we're on number three from the bottom, mm. um, and this would be more like the psychological needs. But we're not tracking one for one here. Yeah. So for you, we've got power exchange, we've got impact play. What is the next th level up? Um. I would say for me, next level up would probably be bondage. Mm. Okay. And it's funny because I, the level, if you are trying to do a comparison between Maslow's hierarchy of needs and our hierarchy of mm -hmm. kinky needs, that third level is still kind of an important one. Yeah. Because it's where it's a it's where you tend to feel fulfilled because you're in these mm -hmm. good relationships and you have friends and you have con it's connection. So that would make that middle layer, that third rung up, uh, still kind of important. Yeah. And yet we don't do bondage that as much. As much as we used to. No, we don't. Right. So are you, there are lots of reasons right now to feel unfulfilled, well, okay, in a kinky life. But in terms of bondage, does that mean that you are feeling a little unfulfilled on that level? Like something's um, missing? I would like to have more of it. Mm-hmm. And, and again, we, we kind of touched upon this, I think, last week or at some other point. You know, I, I understood when we came into this house, mm -hmm. a lot of things would have to be put on hold. Mm -hmm. it, it's just the nature of the game. It's what we, we stepped into. Um, so, you know, now that we're down to the wire with the house... There's a feeling of impatience. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, from both of us, I'd yeah. say. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm starting to get a little bit impatient because I know <laughs> that once we're there, mm -hmm. we will have more opportunity to do this stuff again. So it's one of those you can delay it a little bit longer because you know yeah. it's coming. Right. Well, here's what's funny. My level is impact play. Like, it's important to me. I can mm -hmm. feel the tension 
in my mind and in my body. I'm like, I, I, just, I don't well, like this. And I, I think because both of us look at impact play, which is why it's so important, it, it is a release for us. Yes. Okay. Yes. And, and for me, it's just slightly less important than it is for you. Like if we're mm. imagining our hierarchy of needs in a stable, typical situation, you would be getting your needs met as often as you wanted. And in the past that had been also enough for me because I had mm -hmm. all the other elements. Um, because it is important. It's not a, a make or break. It right. is a, without the, without at least some of this, I am not living my best life though. Uh, I'm not living a happy life. Just like without uh, friends or people you can count on in your life, which is where that level is on the actual hierarchy mm -hmm. of needs. You know, it's, it's not your best life, right? So it could be better. And this, that, but it's now been long enough where I'm past the point of, if we go too long, I'm a little edgy to, I'm fucking ready for it. Like it feels yeah. more important because I don't have a way to express it at all right mm -hmm. now. Um, which considering how much you value impact play is either says a lot to your sort of sense of inner calm and peace and patience <laughs> or you're a ticking time bomb is what i'm saying because if i'm already starting to get kind of itchy and like yeah you know how when when's the closing date and, and mm -hmm. when do we get moved in and when do we have you know our privacy back if i'm feeling that way now at this point having gone as long as we have without impact play i'm like how how, how are you handling it because it mm -hmm. is a more important need of yours than it, it's an important need of mine yeah. but it's just not it's slightly less important than other things well uh, i i ain't gonna lie to you i you know i know we won't be moving in the day we get the keys it'll on probably the be three weeks yeah but um that house will be sitting empty <laughs> and we can leave the children here is that what you're saying <laughs> absolutely <laughs> and we can go over there and break that house in <laughs> Well, there you go. Uh, Y'all heard it here first. The needs will be met as soon as as soon as we have Don't a closing date. Think for a minute. Okay. None of this hasn't been being thought about. Okay, so now <laughs> we've got two levels left. We're getting up into a yeah. higher level, which mm -hmm. still important, but much more difficult to achieve when all the things below it are not met, right? Mm -hmm. Or or that you're struggling to meet those needs below it. This next one uh, on the actual hierarchy of needs, it's your prestige and feeling of accomplishment. So it's an important thing, but it's just not at the same level as, you know, food and shelter. So you've gone power exchange, impact play, bondage. What comes what next? What comes next? Um, I would have to say the next couple, well, no. I, I think the next level for me would be getting into uh, things like humiliation, mm. um, mind fucks, mm -hmm. more the, the psychological aspect of it and that kind of makes sense because if you compare the two hierarchies right and you say okay on maslow's hierarchy you're you're living you're surviving you're doing it safely you've got meaningful relationships mm -hmm. now we're going to level up now we're going to like make our life a little bit extra well in yeah. kinky terms okay we've got a power exchange for you it's your impact play your bondage okay now we're going to level up our kink we're going to go an yeah. extra mile we're going to we're going to add some spice to it mm -hmm. and yes for you mind fox you're very good at them we've already established that in the past couple episodes yeah. um but yeah it's it's not it's important it's, it's 
certainly a good thing to have in our, our, our power exchange when, when we are at a point when you are able to just do them, like not even like really thinking about them, mm -hmm. you just sort of do them. We are kind of firing on all cylinders. Like yeah. things, life in general is moving mm -hmm. along really well and we are very comfortable and in a good place with our kink. Right. Because that just sort of adds flavoring to it. It adds another right. depth to mm -hmm. it. And what would I say? Oh God. <laughs> you know what? This is... This is gonna be, ah, I don't know if I wanna say this for this one or the tippy top of our pyramid because we're okay. coming to that. Yeah. So I reserve the right to change my mind, but I'm gonna say it's actual sex and kinky sex. And I say that right now because my libido is so low. Mm. <laughs> it's like gone, y'all, it's gone, gone. Libido who? I don't know. Um, and I know that it's because of a lot, not just, the world being on fire because it's been gone for months. But I know that it's one of those things that if I don't have all the other basic things, not just in the kinky life, but in mm. life, like that's the first thing that, that's gone, that leaves, right? Because it's when my stress gets high, when my anxiety gets high, when I'm really, really tired, when I'm run down, like that's out the window. And then add in hormonal fluctuations, like it just gets weird. <laughs> so it is important to me and it is, the reason I reserve the right to maybe flip it up to the tippy top of the pyramid is because it's one of those things that I know our kinky life is going really, really well. Mm -hmm. And we are getting all of our kinky needs met when sex becomes like a kinky thing in and of itself, not just our mm. regularly scheduled sex, which I do want that for the connection and the intimacy. Mm -hmm. And that's about the needs within just the relationship between two people. It's not about the power sure. exchange. Um, but like when there's orgasm control and there's teasing and there's, you know, the vibrator being attached to me by rope. And when we're mm -hmm. playing with sex, right? that's when things are, it's something I enjoy when I'm in the mood for sex. Mm -hmm. It's something that um, lets me know that our my kinky needs are being met on a lot of levels because then I have space and desire to play with that. Mm, okay. When the libido is in town, she's not right now. <laughs> okay, so then we get to the tippy tippy Very top, tip top of the of the yep. need, of the hierarchy of needs mm -hmm. and. In Maslow's hierarchy of needs, this is where you start talking about self-actualization. This is when you start doing things that, so I can only liken it to myself, and I'm not saying this is a perfect example, it's just the way I think of it in terms of, of me. The fact that I have the financial, emotional, physical, uh, pick other words, security to just start websites, to just start podcasts, I have an idea in my head and if it goes through my personal internal process of, is this actually something I want to do? I can mm -hmm. then make that idea exist in the world, whether it's quote successful or not, that's irrelevant. Yeah. I have that ability to do that. I have the mental bandwidth to do it. I have the financial capabilities in some cases to do that. I feel secure and safe enough in who I am as a human being to do that. That's to me in Maslow's hierarchy of needs. That's the tippy top. That's where your creative self is coming out. That's where you're realizing really big goals. That's where you're trying mm -hmm. new things. That's where you're doing things that at one point might've terrified you. And now you're like, now I can, I'm scared, but I can do this. I liken that to my entire creative life and the fact that I work for myself. 
and continue to work for myself. Knock on wood, continue to be okay. Yeah. So that's the tippy top for me, my example in Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So when we mm -hmm. look at our kinky hierarchy of needs, this is, you've got every kinky need, everything's clicking along. We are doing good. We are in a power exchange. You're getting your major kinks on on some semi-regular basis. We're playing with higher level things. Now you're the tippy top. What is the pinnacle? What is the thing? Even if you've never done it, it's just a thing, because we're always striving to, yeah. to reach those that hierarchy of needs. The what would be the pinnacle for you of I'm living my best kinky life and this I, is the kink? I, I think this would come into sensation play for me. Okay. Okay. And and I mean sensation play by um, uh, Electra mm -hmm. play, wax play, um, hot cold. Okay. 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 Different things like that. And... I enjoy those things, mm -hmm. and I think if the opportunity arose, I would indulge more. Mm -hmm. But it's not like the, the the most important thing in the world to me. Gotcha. But if you get there, then it's it's your best kinky life. Then yeah, like you can you. You can survive. And that's the thing about the hierarchy of needs, the concept of it. You can survive without that. Right. But it's not the best version of your life. It's a good life. It's mm -hmm. a solid life. Sometimes yeah. that's all we want in life, right? And a solid kinky life mm -hmm. we've already got. Now we're if, at the if, top if, line. If everything's going, if everything else is going the way I'd like it to. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, I would love to, at that point then, to, to dive into more of the electric play, the... The, the E-STEM, the, the Violet Wands, um, definitely more wax play. Gotcha. Mine is not really a kink. Okay. Some, some people would might, might go, oh, that's kind of kinky. It's not, but it's because my kink life and my sexual life are pretty much like... We, we mesh together. Mesh, they're like, all, they're two people, they're glued together. They're not coming apart. <laughs> um, I would say my tippy tippy top is twofold mm -hmm. i think you can cut the tippy top in half I'm just saying it's my damn pyramid of it's hierarchy of needs little... yeah exactly yeah. exactly um i would say that it's sort of a combination of more public play because mm. i do have a voyeur no wrong one exhibitionist side i do not have a voyeuristic side i actually cringe you when know, i'm watching that's, other people. that's me <laughs> i have an exhibitionist side but also um getting kinky with and also sexual with whatever multiple people at once. So normally like for us, mm -hmm. a scene is you and I, but the living my best kink life, like the tippy tippy top self actualized yeah. all the way. There's a, a third person being brought in. There's, you know, there's a scene with two people hitting me instead of one. There's mm. a, oh, okay, which yeah, we have done yeah. before. We've we, been there. And that have. was kind of the pinnacle yeah. of that time in our life when we were at that point hmm. living some of our best kinky life selves and then it then life dips because that's what life does yeah. and you know things changed and that changed and we haven't gotten back to it but when i think back to where we were as kinksters together At that, yeah we were going places and doing things and experimenting with things and we were finding True. time we were carving out time for our kinks and our power exchange and yeah 
So yeah, that would be my tipping because I don't huh. I don't yeah. need it. I don't like it's not the thing that's going to keep me up at night. Mm-hmm. But it's the once ever all the other kinks are working together. Mm-hmm. That's where. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and that's funny because we did you know. I love that, you know, when we had that that one experience at the club that time with the third, we, we had another time with somebody else and and a few little things in between. Mm-hmm. I I did enjoy that. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, you know, yeah, now that you bring that up, I it was funny, I, I came across a blog last week um about a, a married couple that brought in the third and they now live in a triad mm-hmm. and I'm like hmm that's yeah I kind of but you know it's not something that we it's not something that I'm I'm thinking about or focused no. on or worried about it's not something that comes to mind like all the time like when I when I do a one-to-one comparison between the actual hierarchy of needs and a kinky one right mm-hmm. so when you don't have enough money and you're not sure you can pay your bills that is a thing that at some point, I, we all have our own shutoff valve, but in my experience, yeah. I could never stop thinking about it. I went to bed thinking about it, woke up thinking about it. In the few times I could like stop thinking about that, I felt guilty because why wasn't I worried about this and trying to find an answer? Um, and I have noticed when, not that, not that our relationship is struggling, but as hmm. our kinky lives are in a weird place right now it, because- It's in the, a strange flux between right. between the living situation, between our working situation- Between buying the house, between and, a pandemic. Like, it's yeah. just, it's nuts, right? When I am thinking about, at that, not with that same intensity because kinky needs are important, but they're not like shelter, right? But when I am thinking about our kinky lives, I am super focused on the power exchange. Like, am I being Mm -hmm. submissive enough? Are you being dominant enough? And then it does go up from there. Am I getting, like, what am I missing that I'm not getting? Those are the places where my mind goes to the most. And I think that is very similar to the actual Maslow's hierarchy of needs Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Because when your base needs aren't being met in whatever way you classify those needs, in this case, kinky, that's the thing you're gonna kind of focus on. Now, not everybody's like that. Some people hyper-focus on like the really almost unimportant, unattainable things. I think that might be kind of an escapism kind of thing. Like Mm, I'm gonna think about the unattainable because thinking about what I actually need is way too stressful. Um, There's no right or wrong there. I just think that people process things differently. Mm. But I know for me, most definitely when there's even a sexual need, it's not even kinky, that's not getting met. That's the only thing I can really think about. You know, hmm. um, okay. and so when I allow my brain to go, so how do you feel about the state of your uh, BDSM life? It is, I miss the things I'm that my mind goes to are the things at the bottom of the pyramid. It okay. is, you know, okay. submission. It is mm-hmm. the roughness. Somebody said in the live stream, Travis, perfect word, aggression. It's the aggressiveness. Yeah. The, the, oh, the, I love the that primal, shit. Yes. The, the primal, yeah. And then, then it goes now, middle of it for me is impact play. And it has now been long enough that I'm, I am itchy and twitchy. My skin's a little tight. Like mm. we need to fix this shit. Uh, and we will, and we will, and we oh, will. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. I think for right now, that's what makes it easier to handle is I, I can see light at the end of that well, tunnel. Exactly. We're, we're at that right. point now where we're coming out of the tunnel. So was that fun or helpful for anybody? I don't know. Yeah. It, was a, it was kind of a cool thought exercise. You and I are not in the, this goes back to our topic last week on compatibility. Yeah. We're not 
one for one up that no, we're not hierarchy. We have different needs, and yet we complement each other well enough that. Mm -hmm. And and quite frankly, if I was looking at the, I think a triangle might even be kind of imperfect because, like, for me, the impact play is my middle section. Well, I could color that really, really big and give it more space. And sometimes, yeah. and maybe yeah. this is true. Somebody who has more than their bachelor's in psychology, somebody tell me. I think depending on the point of where you're at in life and what needs and this is not the same as like the actual hierarchy mm -hmm. but let's use kink as the example since that's what we're working with at certain points of your life i wonder if two things though they either flip things or, can flip or or something around like you've got yeah. like your threshold for what me it means to you for your needs to be met mm -hmm. is lower or higher at different times so our power exchange is very important to us. We both have oh, to yeah. have it. That's like the one thing we can easily agree on one-to-one. -one. Mm -hmm. It does not have to be at a super high level of lots of protocol and rules and really rigid for us to be satisfied that that need is being met. Right. So we can go to the next. So if you're coloring in the bottom of the triangle, it's like taking up a lot less space. It's just the base. Mm -hmm. it's, it is the thing we have to have to even get started. And then I wonder like the next thing for you would be impact play. And sometimes you need very little of it to feel like that need has been met. True. Whereas it might be the third rung up for me. It might not be my second one, but I need impact play more at that particular moment because of something else. Like you're being aggressive enough. So again, my threshold, the bar for how much I need is a lot mm -hmm. lower. And so then I move up to the next need in this theory, gotcha. this theoretical conversation. Mm -hmm. And it starts to feel more important. And I need more of it to feel like it's being met. Right. This is fascinating. Yeah. I want to go back to school for psychology, but only kink psychology. That's <laughs> what I want to do. No, I don't want to do yeah. that. I don't have that kind of time. Well, but still. I mean, that's like, you know, through all this insanity, we've shifted some things. Like one of the things that, that she's always done for me when we get in the car, especially if it's a, the sun is out, that it's not overcast. Um, she's in charge of making sure my sunglasses make it out to the car. When we get in the car, she takes them out, hands them to me, takes my glasses, puts them in the case, and we don't get in the car that much right now. <laughs> no. If, if at all. And when we do, we're rarely together. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of weird. And um, so now what it's been when we go out for our walk at night. Yeah. She is to hand me my sunglasses, take my we've kind of shifted that from the car to our walk. And I think that's the thing. I think that part of what could be fascinating about needs and that hierarchy, if there is really such a thing and how you choose to view it, is that some of it is, it's much more flexible than maybe we we think mm -hmm. of it as, which is, I think goes back to what I was saying before about your the bar for what you need and, and considering... Deciding for yourself what counts as fulfillment today or tomorrow or a year from now can fluctuate. I think True. that, you know, because this is a relationship um, and we're talking about this in terms of relationship, there's a lot of room for creative thinking and for trying different things and mm -hmm. for adapting and adjusting. And not everybody finds that easy. I, I don't always find that easy. And it's just <laughs> because I like routine and I like knowing what to expect. Hi, I'm, I've got anxiety. So... But not everybody thinks that way. But for people who do, 
it may be, or who feel capable and willing and open to learning how to be that way. Um, it may be a way to continue to get your needs met without it being really, really prescriptive. And it has to be this way. Now for some people, it has to be the way it has to be. And I think that's fine if you can make it work, but, um, yeah, I mean, part of the reason I think that for the most part, we could each label our relationship as satisfactory, even though based on what we just talked about, clearly some needs are not being met is because we're adaptable and because we can say, okay, what is more important doing this one specific task, this one specific way Mm -hmm. or exercising our power exchange in whatever way we can in a given moment, even if we never do it like that again, after that specific moment, or even if it only lasts a week or two weeks for people who are able to adjust and adapt, I would say caution you against getting really, really tied to the very specific tasks and think more about the intention behind them, because Mm -hmm. I think you can still get many, if not all, I would never say all, but you can get many of your needs met, even in the most chaotic times, um, when you do that, when you find different ways to do old things, or you toss out the, the quote rule book. I say that, I hesitate to say that because I know we're talking to a bunch of kinksters who like their power exchange. Rules tend to be very important in that moment, but toss out some of the old rules and go, you know what? Like it's specifically for the time we're living in, the world's on fucking fire, okay? I wake up most days and go, nothing matters. Everything matters, nothing matters. So the things that I've had been doing because they were habit and routine, I'm like, I wake up sometimes, I'm like, why am I doing that? Like, what is its purpose? And I'm finding it for right now. I don't know how- daddy said so. Yeah, but then I have, (laughs) thankfully you're the type who's not so uh, married to a rule you set five years ago that you're not, that you're capable of me going, why why are we doing this? What what purpose is it serving? Is it actually benefiting us? Is it fulfilling a need? No? Okay, then what what can we do instead? Time to table that and come up with something new. Or in the case of the world we're living in right now, where you'd love to be doing what you had been doing, but the circumstances of life are not allowing it. It can, it hurts to give up those things. And I think that that's a valid feeling. And I think you have to honor that feeling, but also it's a little bit of a temporary pain of letting temporarily letting something go in order to create something that you will find fulfilling versus clinging to something you can't have and just being miserable all the time and finding no happiness in anything. Like why, 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 Mm -hmm. why, when you all almost always have the option to go back to whatever it was that you, you know, and I am finding, and this isn't true all the time, but I have found recently that sometimes we let things go and I tell myself, this is temporary. This is because life is weird. And a few days of that and a few weeks of that, I'm like, I don't want to do that again. <laughs> it is very easy to cling to the familiar simply because yeah. it's familiar. Yeah. Um, and I think it's easy to say, this is a very important need of mine and it's the most important need and then discover that actually what you need, how many times can I say the word need? What you need to consider yourself fulfilled can vary from day to day, mm. from relationship to relationship, from, you know, pandemic to pandemic. I don't know. So yeah, I just, I think 
I think it's all fascinating is what I'm saying. So do you feel like you know me a little bit better as a kinky person? I was not surprised by anything until we got to the tippy top. Because I I don't know what I would have thought. Actually, no, no. Because I wasn't surprised by mind fucks. You love mind fucks. You do them as often as you can. And I fall for them every time. (laughs) Every time. but I'm, I am and I'm not surprised. I think I might have thought sensation play would have fallen down, down a little more because of the amount of times you, because you're all, every time we do something, you're creating sensation. Now, I would, oh, well. I would almost say that whatever love you have of specifically providing pain absolutely taps into that beyond just your sadistic nature. Yeah, well. um, because, yeah, you're, every, every time you and I interact, you, the worst, and I put air quotes around the worst word worst the worst kinky sex we've ever had is when there was almost no you were clearly tired (laughs) the only sensation was you know dick (laughs) like he didn't do much with his hands he wasn't biting he wasn't pinching he wasn't pulling hair it was just like real laid back yeah (laughs) and when we were done i don't usually excuse me i don't usually do a post-mortem on you know our sunday morning sex but i was like are you okay (laughs) Because every single interaction you and I have together that's kinky or sexual has some level of some kind of sensation. There, there, there's some kind, something. Yeah. So, did anything in my hierarchy even remotely surprise you? Um, no, no. You know me. You know me too well. Yeah. It it does help that we fit together fairly well. Like we talked about last week, we are highly compatible people, Mm -hmm. but I think that you can be, you can have completely different needs. And if your partner fulfills them and you're able to fulfill your partner's needs and everybody's happy, then your pyramids don't have to look identical. That would actually, you know, be a little bit, I mean, I'm sure there's some people that their pyramids look very much identical, but I think that more people would be surprised to find out, Hey, wait, this is important to me, but it's not as important to me as fill in the blank interesting thought exercise is mm-hmm. what i'm gonna yeah. say about that mm-hmm. okay so i think that's plenty i think I that's think enough that's, i think yeah. we're good mm-hmm. um this was not meant to be educational hopefully it was entertaining i know in the live stream some well, people were thought provoking thought provoking yes. have a conversation with yourself your kinky friends or your partner right. and i know in the live stream chat some people were going along with us as we went up the pyramid okay uh, so the hierarchy I, I so could, i can't see the chat I, this I, week. I love well and i love everybody in the chat i couldn't either or i would have yeah. lost track of where okay. we were but I did like glance and see that. Mm. So that we're gonna we do have a bonus section because we have a house update. Yeah. So we're gonna right. do Are that. We good. I don't know. I'm so tired. I don't know what good is anymore. All right. You ready? I guess so. Okay. Keep, Keep it, it kinky, kinky y'all. y'all. And we'll see you next week in some form of fashion. You know, you need to slow down just a little bit. Girl. But you can see the screen, so I know you could see the numbers to write down. You still need to slow it down, girl. You're going to be <laughs> Good. That would be great. <laughs> also, be careful, careful what you wish for. <laughs> May I please talk to the crickets now? Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> As of the time of recording, which, depending on when you watch or listen, may yes. not be the same time, uh, we are conditionally approved for our mortgage, but no closing date yet. 
But basically, they said we need these like three pieces of you know files, PDFs, right. we documents. Just, we just had a couple and other you're good to go. documents that they needed, but every other than that, everything has been approved. Um, homeowners insurance has been ordered. Yep. Yep. So. And I shocked the underwriter of the mortgage company um, because yeah. she sent me an email and there's sent us an email. And there was a list of things she needed. And in my response, within 30 minutes, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I've requested that document from the person who can get it. Here are the other three documents. Also, here's the answer to this question. This is what I can provide. And well, not, and within moments, she's yeah. emailing me back going, you're really fast. And I replied, I'm mm-hmm. trying to get to the closing table. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, by the same token, there there were some documents that came through yesterday that needed to be e-signed in the morning. And I was out in the shop. And, 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 and this little baby girl right here was very, very good. She, um, she came out to the shop and, and I was turning a bowl and she knows. So she came into my line of sight and stood there. And I knew if she's coming out to the shop, something's up. Oh yeah. I'm not going out there. (laughs) So I had to get to a stopping point, you know, turned off all my, Y'all, it's a production stuff. for him to stop, for me to tell him something. <laughs> and uh, she's like, Daddy, your signature is required. Yep, there's so some loan docs you got to sign. I went in and did my part for that. Yeah, and that's all. Everything we've done has been electronic. We've had one in-person meeting with our realtor and then viewing the houses. That's the only time yeah. we've actually... We did go to the title, title company, company to hand them a cashier's check a few yes. weeks ago. That's the only time we've actually laid eyes on anybody. Mm-hmm. I will be curious to see how they handle Closing. closing. Because my, I think because it's a, a legal contract that has to be executed, we were already under a contract. It mm-hmm. would take a lot to undo that. Yeah. Um, I'm, I know there's going to be a closing. I know it's an essential business because they're uh, offering a legal service. Mm-hmm. The title company is. Um, but I'll be curious to see what they do to they also yeah. minimize closeness and keep their right. own office safe and mm-hmm. blah blah blah. So that will be interesting. So now we're in the, we know what the, the suggested closing date was on the contract. So right. we're not planning anything concrete based on that date, but that's our best guess. So we're waiting to get an actual closing date. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and when we do, then we have to snap into action because we have to figure out what are we able to do or to safely hire somebody else to do before we move. We can hire a mover. I've been getting quotes because mm-hmm. these two backs are not lifting furniture. It's no. not helping happening. You and I would both be out for two weeks if we right. did that. I'll, I'll um, do boxes, but not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boxes in a yeah. heartbeat, but no, we're not lifting not heavy furniture. furniture. Um, but thankfully, I mean, that was kind of my concern too. I was like, uh, we don't know strapping young people in their early 20s who are fit enough to lift heavy furniture. Yeah. What are we going to do if, if uh, movers are closed? And I would not be mad or upset or annoyed if those businesses were not serving customers right now. Mm-hmm. But they are technically considered essential businesses. And we would hurt I mean, ourselves least, if we did not hire them. At least here in this them. state anyway. Yes. <laughs> so um, I've already gotten two quotes from movers. Mm-hmm. One was ridiculous. Y'all, we're moving 1.7 miles away. And we, unlike some people, we have enough furniture but we do not have crazy amounts of stuff to move and we will move a lot of boxes ourselves just to get them over there 
And one of the quotes I got was minimum $1,300. And I was like, wait, yeah, wait, wait. for a mile and a half. For a mile and a half. And I, and I know that they have to give estimates because they also are dealing with the people who, like, you, the movers show up that day and they haven't finished packing boxes. And it mm -hmm. takes a lot longer. Like, I get it. But we've now hired movers twice. And I even when we moved two hours away, we didn't pay over $1,000. No, I was no, like, no, nah, no, no, no. nah, you're not getting $1,300 no. for me. It ain't happening. And, um, you know, like, when, when we moved out of the condo, you know, movers there to do a job. We had all our stuff packed that had to be packed, and it was just the furniture they had to deal with. We went and sat out on the back porch. It was hot that day. It was warm that day, but we... We got out of their way. We I'm took, not here. Yeah. We took the dog. We went outside on the back porch and got out of their way and just let them do their thing. And that's essentially what we'll probably do. again. Do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, we are going to start packing up the loose ends that are things we don't need right now. Right. There's no need for them to still be out. Um, our biggest conundrum, um, the carpet companies are still working and, and they are offering concierge service where you don't have to like go into a store and you can make you, they will come to you and maintain the six feet of distance thing. Mm -hmm. And then of course you're not standing over them while they're working. Um, so we might be able to get new carpet in, but the paint is the interesting one because I don't know if painters will be working or if that'll be, you know, an yeah. option, but also I'm not. Technically, I could go to Lowe's, but to pick, I'm mean, like, right now I'm thinking about picking the paint color because we would paint ourselves if yeah. we have to. That's not a big deal. We'll paint, I'll paint some walls. But it's like, how, how do I pick my paint color with physically looking at it under natural light, not just looking at it on a computer screen, which yeah. will vary depending on the screen you're looking at, without going into a store filled with people who are coughing everywhere? <laughs> like, uh, I, don't, I don't know how we'll do that one yet. But I we know. did, we were looking at paint colors last night online and did we, did we focus on all the colors that had the word coffee in them? Yes, yeah, yes absolutely. we did. Absolutely. Yes, we did. Yeah. Yes, we did. And, and, and Eva, believe it or not, yeah, we, we have those, that moving company here too. And they were the ones that provided the crazy high. Yeah. Two men in a truck. Yeah. 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 Crazy expensive. Yeah. Crazy expensive. Very surprised by that. Um, Local one local company already emailed me back a, a rough estimate and then gave me the information to get a better mm -hmm. estimate well within a price I'm willing to pay, not thirteen hundred dollars. No. Um and then I've got another company I've got to reach out to. Because I like to get three yeah. or four quotes. And I'm also like we picked the first time we hired movers, they were not the cheapest, they were not the most expensive, they were truly right down the middle, and I picked mm -hmm. them because they they were so friendly. I hate y'all, I hate making phone calls, and I had to make phone calls for this. And they just made it easy and they, yeah. I liked talking to them. And then my mm -hmm. favorite, like this is a person after my own heart. They're like, so we give you a time estimate and they were the type of company that prorated for like by 15 minutes, or whatever quarter hours. They said, our guys actually try to beat that. They want to come in under the amount of time we think it'll take while still being safe, of yeah. course. And those guys did hustle. Did. I was like, I got they Gatorade, did. I got water if you need it. They're like, thank you so much. Also, thank you for having your boxes packed. But that, so I had such a good experience that yeah. very first time. I was I like, the only, the only thing we had to pack when to they the came was the, the day they came, they brought the um, closet box. Mm -hmm. For hanging, that's right. I forgot about that, that closet that was, box. That was the only thing that they, that we had to do when they on the day they arrived. I think we must have arranged that. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. 
So, yep. oh, Eva asked if I have a lilac color picked out. Oh, so here's the thing. I don't know if anybody <laughs> remembers this. This is from <clears throat> two or three years ago. Yeah. Because yes, yes, we tried yes. to make it a hashtag and I just didn't keep it up. So mm -hmm. whatever. There's a color made by Valspar, which I know you can get at Lowe's. I don't know where, where else you can get mm -hmm. Valspar paint. So. Called Sassy Lilac. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful, like, bright, but not dark, like really light, pretty purple. Um, I believe at least one wall of a room somewhere needs to be sassy lilac. I need to own something that is sassy lilac. Do y'all hear John Brownstone sighing? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, we were gonna buy the, you could buy the little paint sample, like pre-made of sassy lilac. It's like four bucks at Lowe's. We were going to buy it and then we held yeah. off because we're like, no, 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 let's wait till we even find a house. Like we were still looking phase i think we just started looking and then everything then we started isolating and now we're in shutdown and we haven't been back to lowe's because I, we're very uh, squidgy about going out in public if we don't have to yeah. and so i still do not have sassy lilac but i know sassy lilac exists and i don't know what will be i will not paint a whole room pur purple it will not happen i was we were in kind of talks <laughs> Negotiations. Negotiations to maybe, maybe paint either one wall of the office or one wall of the bedroom, because our bedroom is purple and grays. Yeah. Uh, sassy lilac. But something in my life needs to be sassy lilac. Also, I just need to own that jar of paint. I might just put it on a bookcase in the office to say that I have, because, hello, sassy lilac. It's, if it's not screaming Kayla Lords, I don't know what is. You're a trip. I know. <laughs> Uh, and who said pumpkin? Somebody in the live stream chat. Oh my gosh. I think that was Silent Wing. Was it Silent Wing? Oh yes. Um, I saw a really pretty interior paint palette and one of the colors was like something something pumpkin spice. It was beautiful. I don't want orange mm. in anything I have because it's not my color. But I did think of, I think it was you Silent Wing because we were sharing pictures and stuff at some point about, or talking about room colors a few weeks ago. But yeah. But also, uh, I would, um, I like to drink pumpkin spice, so I could maybe be, be nudged into uh, a room or a wall that is also pumpkin spice. Actually, the color that we are leaning to based on what it looks like on a computer screen, which is not the way you pick a room color, no. is called Cream in My Coffee. I mean, just for the name. Yeah. invite people yeah. into our homes and go and the wall color is cream in my coffee would you also like cream in your coffee mm -hmm. <laughs> we're dorks and i know it yeah. it's fine it's fine we are also talking about um so <laughs> this is so silly one of the things i said i wanted ages ago when we were out of the condo because we didn't have any control on the exterior colors of the condo and yeah. then we moved here into the rental and of course we're not doing anything we could but we're not doing anything with that one uh, color to rule them all right i <laughs> wanted and i still want an a purple like an eggplant purple door like i don't want my house to be purple that's too much i love a just a splash of color, something dramatic, something bold, something that makes a statement. I love that shit. <clears throat> Except the house we picked is really grays and whites and blues and very cool toned. And that mm -hmm. the shade of purple I have in my head would not, would not work, would not work. 
And it's probably going to be a few years before we worry about exterior painting because that's just not, it's fine the way it is right now. Yeah. Whatever. But the door is a beautiful front door. It's white. Oh, it's a beautiful front door. Oh, yeah. It's got the paint glass in the center. It's stained pretty, glass. Stained glass. Whatever, whatever. I'm tired. That's <laughs> my excuse. Paint glass. What? Gla window paint. I'm just, whatever. <laughs> whatever. It's fine. Everybody can laugh at me. It's fine. Um, but it's, I was like, oh, but I still want my pop of color, but purple will not fit. That would be really, it would look really weird with yeah. the house. So a certain someone has said he would be open to us painting the front door a really pretty blue, a dark, bold blue. So well, you I know think... you have come to the Brownstone Lord. Well, you don't know it's that, but and you see, have I, come I like, to our house. I like softer, muted, muted colors. So I said maybe a robin's egg blue. Yeah, but when I pointed that out to you, you're like, oh, that's too soft. Yeah. Which I find that amazing that the sadist is like, actually, I want something a little softer. Really? It's really? Only, it's only to lull you into false sense of security. <laughs> it's to not scare anybody away from our front door. So, yeah. So that's, that's <laughs> I'm not whining and complaining about any of that. Even if our plans for doing stuff with the house before we move in don't completely come to yeah. fruition. It's understandable. It is what it is. We're going to try anything we can do. We will only do it if we feel safe doing it. Um, so yeah, we shall see how we'll that goes. See. Well, we'll see how it goes. So we're waiting for a close date. So then we can start like strategically mapping. Mm -hmm. like, Cause at this point it is an issue of logistics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, cause we have a couple things we do have to get done to the house before we either of us will move into it. We've got to clean out the dryer vent. So it's not a fire hazard. Dry, dryer vent has to be cleaned out. Right. And we're going to call in the exterminator cause it's Florida. The heat is here. I'm, and the bugs are the big. The bugs are, and the, they're big and they're plentiful. So mm, yeah. Exterminator. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, ideally perfect world, new carpet, Paint on walls and then move in date. But wallpaper down. Wallpaper down. Yeah, that is the one thing. If if a paint company or a whoever company is still operating, mm -hmm. I will pay well, good money for the wallpaper. Actually, to come I down. did. Bless. Yeah, see, now I'm having trouble talking. I I did mean to tell you when I was out working in the shop, I saw a painter in the neighborhood this morning. Is it so, like all of the tree service people? Did they stop and give you 85 million cards even though you're like, hey, I don't own this place? No. He was going to a specific location. Did you, was it was it 50 shades of paint? We're totally calling them, y'all. 50 we, shades of color. 50 shades of color. Lord, words are hard today. <laughs> y'all. Yeah, we have a local paint company that we found up here. Uh, goes by the name of 50 Shades of Color. And I mentioned them a couple weeks ago in a in a bonus section because I was so excited. <laughs> but we don't we don't know if they're operating right now. Our knock on wood for right now, our county is very doing very well in terms of numbers of, you know, the fire the world being on fire right now. The fire being on world. See words. Yeah. Full disclosure, I barely slept last night. Like barely slept so mm -hmm. and then i did a full day's worth of work before we sat down here so words are hard i've yeah. used up my allotment of words for the day and and eva yeah we we did the we did that when we moved into the condo did what you gotta uh, say it for okay people. about pulling up carpet and putting down new flooring yeah um yeah we we did that in the condo we oh my gosh the carpet in there uh, unfortunately was horrible 
And yeah, we, we ripped that all out in the living room and common areas. We put down um, bamboo floor. Yes, bamboo laminate floor. Yeah, bamboo laminate. And it was beautiful. It still looked nice. Yeah, it still did look nice after we left. Out. We took care to protect that floor, though. Yeah, we did. Yep, walk in the house, shoes off. Yeah, <laughs> and then we put down where our desks and our chairs were. We put down carpets. Little throw so. rugs so the chairs were on carpet. And we put... Um, felt feet under the furniture under every bit of furniture yeah and um yeah we did have the carpet uh we had somebody come in and do the carpet in the bedrooms um i i've put down carpet in the past my days of kicking carpet are and it was never gonna happen for me yeah no 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 no. i y'all i been we binged watched shows on sunday i laid on the couch all day sunday i took a shower took off the dirty pajamas, put on clean pajamas. That was my Sunday. I still pulled something in my back by sitting, laying down sitting, all day. By, by sitting on the couch all day, she pulled a muscle. And yeah, it was it sucked for about 24 hours. So me trying to pick up anything? Oh, that's no, no, no. Now, painting a wall, give me a roller. I'm good. I'll pace myself if we have to. We probably will because I think it will just be too expensive to hire painters. But... Yeah. And I just need to know, so the the color you pick if you're painting something, anything, your door, your walls, a, a canvas, right? The color is important. The actual visual appeal of the color. Am I the only person who does care what the color is called? Like, it, like, if I like the name of the color, I am sometimes, not always, more inclined to like the color itself. Hmm. Like, I'm not going to pick a color that my eyes go, oh, no, no, that's a bad color. I'm not, not just because I like the name, but I, yeah. Because in, when we lived in the condo and we took down, oh God, all the wallpaper and all the bathrooms, we then painted the bathrooms. I didn't want a total stark white in the bathroom. So we did like an off white and it was called Swiss coffee or swiss something it had a whole coffee thing to yeah. it and yes. it was this it was white essentially it was like a yellowy sort of white beautiful but i loved that color because of the name any other white would have been just fine <laughs> but i went with that white you did. off white because of the name yep you did so. okay good i'm not the only one silent wing says the name is critical you're right, Eva. Sometimes the names are deceiving. Just saying. Yeah, that happens. I don't know. Yeah, so we are um, we're conquering and dividing in terms of what still has left. You have to call carpet companies and I, painters. I'm no, dealing with. I have to call your. You, um, I'm going to be calling painters and finding out about the uh, internet. I thought you were also calling the carpet companies. No one mentioned anything about carpets to me. It was internet and painters. I think somebody blanked out in the walk we took yesterday because half the conversation was about carpets, but okay. Um, but I am dealing with the movers and the cleaning service, so they will clean this place, yeah. the rental, so maybe we get our deposit back. And they'll clean the new place, so when, when furniture yeah. gets put in, it gets put into a clean place. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's vacant right now, so it's yeah. not bad anyways. No, we might even be able to get in once the closing date is set. They might even let us in to like take measurements and get I, real hoping, estimates. Yeah, so. yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. 
This is um, for anybody who's like, I've never owned a house or had to deal with any of these things. These are things I promise you, even 10 years ago, 15 years ago, certainly, if you had told me that these would be the things that would consume my life for weeks at a time, I would have said, yeah, right. No way <laughs> fucking hell. Um, which is why I totally get it when some people are like, I will never just own a house. I'll never do that. Because if, if you're not like, into it on any level i'm only into it because it's gonna be ours yeah. if it was not our this rental i could give two shits what color i do not like the floor but i no. would do nothing with that i do not like the wall color i do not care i like i'm just here to lay my head down and get through to the next thing in life yeah. but the house i own we own oh yes we're now, going to do it for, right for me i'll be honest with you i mean i have owned more than ever rented in my life mm -hmm. but same the time that lived in the apartment in Clearwater, even though that was a, <laughs> a nightmare, um, it was for the year, it was a nice break as far as not having to be the one to fix anything. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I mean, that is nice not to deal I mean, with the maintenance kind part. Kind of the same thing here. Um, you know, it's been kind of nice to call up the landlord and say, hey, there's and I can, such and such. And, and I can tell you, you, while well, the apartment we got when we first moved together was not, was not perfect at all. It had serious <laughs> issues. I have had the other end of that equation where you call and you call and you call and nothing ah. gets fixed. And there's a reason why, even though I definitely see benefits to renting, and if we had to rent, if that's just what we had to do, that's what we would yeah. do. Okay, fine. But my the most traumatic rental experience I ever had was in college. It was back when you could get a studio. Was it a, no? It was a one bedroom. It wasn't a studio. But one bedroom apartment, four hundred dollars a month. Okay. Wow. It was actually in a decent complex. That was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. It was twenty years ago. Four hundred dollars a month, decent-ish area. Um, you drew, you know, you pulled out and you were like in the nice side. It was Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, pulled out the other way you were at the mall like it was a pretty decent area mm -hmm. um there was no like looking online for reviews to know we yeah. based it on did they have did they have an apartment and could we afford the rent 400 dollars. we squeaked by we were fine well we complained for six months maybe longer about uh, we were on the top floor second floor third floor i can't remember how many floors we were at the top and um we had complained that there seemed to be a leak in the ceiling and that it was, there was discoloration and it was, and this wasn't good and we're letting you know because we don't want to be blamed for it. And, and they yeah. never did anything, never did anything, never did anything. We went to see my parents. This was the first husband when we were just living together. Went to see my parents over Thanksgiving. There was a massive rainstorm while we were gone. We come back. There is a hole in our ceiling. Now you couldn't see the sky, but between the roof, like I guess the crawl space well, yeah. or whatever, something had opened up in the roof. There'd been something going on and it literally did a downpour deluge in through the ceiling of our uh, apartment. And then the, the all my sheetrock, yeah. My computer desk was soaked. <sighs> Somehow by grace of, I don't know what or who, the computer was fine, but the desk was ruined. The wall was ruined. The carpet was ruined. And we've been telling them for literal yeah. months, right? So of course we get in, we freak out, we get on the phone. They come in and they bring the things that will dry the carpet for you. Mm -hmm. They tell us they're going to get the ceiling patched up. They did a typical apartment place thing of shrugging when I'm like, what the fuck about my desk? And I'm really yeah. glad my computer still works because I didn't have money to buy a new computer for sure. Um, it still took them 
two months to get that completely fixed. Wow. Two months. And I just kind of went, no, I can do bad by my damn self. Like, that's just my philosophy in life mm. at this point. No, 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 no. Now, we still rented after that for a very long time in varying places with different uh experiences we had the landlord that didn't give a shit what you did but they also were not showing up real quick to fix anything we lived in the place where they were up your ass about what you did but also they kept it really nice we like i just have rented in all kinds of places but i've had enough just enough mm -hmm. bad experiences i'm like if i can afford to own i'm gonna own because i'm gonna control it because that way because i just i don't trust landlords to get it fixed on time yeah, mm. yeah. so yeah and then we did have the experience in the apartment where we lived in that apartment for, what, 10 months, essentially? Maybe yeah. 11? 11 months. And of those 11 months, we had a comfortable temperature for like three of them because yeah. the AC didn't work the whole time mm -hmm. in a Florida summer. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Yeah, $350 no. Uh, AC bills, electric bills, because of the AC. Nope, 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 nope. So nope. yeah, no. I don't, I don't think, I'm not that person who says everybody should own a home. I don't, I don't feel that way, but I need to own a home yeah. when I can, for sure. So. All right. I could keep talking. I know you can. Um, and, but we're going to meet again Friday night we'll for anybody who Friday, can be here. Friday night at 9 On the live stream. Sorry, po sorry, podcast listeners. I didn't mean to tease you. For podcast listeners, we'll be back Tuesday. Yeah. Me by my damn self, but. There is a topic coming up. It would make more sense for you to be in on that. But I don't know if it'll be a mini episode. <laughs> I don't oh know boy. if it'll be a mini episode. All right. So, yeah, uh, apologies that my words failed me. I'm tired, y'all. Um, I hope this uh, topic I hope, was. I hope you enjoyed LB's interesting hierarchy of kinks. Yes, and and it <laughs> inspires you to come up with your own hierarchy right. of kinks. Um, like I said, if you are curious about the whole concept of hierarchy of needs, I have linked it in all the places. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, right. I guess that's it for us. We yeah. love you guys. Love you guys. Thanks for joining mm -hmm. us. See you next week in some form or fashion. Bye. Bye.